With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. What is up, everybody? An all-new edition of Craft Root Sports starting up here in just a minute. This week, we are drinking snowball juice. From Urban South Brewing out of New Orleans, Louisiana. It's a 7% ABV beer. Here's what Tavor had to say about this one. Orange marshmallow creamsicle flavors with notes of almond and vanilla. It's rated 4.08 caps on untapped. Uh, Scott, this week we're going to rate nectar cream snowball juice uh, on the ice cream truck scale, right? Let's go from lemon chill to choco taco. Which, of course, is ridiculous. I mean, lemon joe being at the bottom of the scale is fine, but there ain't no way Choco Taco's up at the Choco top. Choco Taco is the friend. best thing! It's, uh, it's, it's Choco Taco or the the old WWF uh, ice cream sandwiches. Nah, see, I, I'm old school, baby. Give me one of the give me one of the heads of the Ninja Turtles ah. or something like that with the gumball eyes, <laughs> or just give me that good humor strawberry shortcake bar, son. I'm just glad you didn't say the the rainbow, uh, the the rocket, the red, white, and blue. Uh, oh God, the bomb pops! Yeah, Come people on, people love suck. that. Ugh, love it. Uh, all right, what do you got on the on snowball juice? I don't care what it is, whatever's at the top of your scale, whatever you just crave on that ice cream chuck, this is that. Oh my god, this is good. <laughs> Drew, I don't even I don't even I'm not gonna pretend like it's not gonna be good throughout the show. This beer's the bomb. <laughs> Go buy it. Drew, you uh you have had this one before and you encouraged us to do it this week. Uh where's this one fall on the ice cream truck scale for you? Oh my god. I I'm gonna call it right now and I'm not gonna change my mind at all unless I get a little tipsy and creative, but this is a ta- choco taco sandwich between a chocolate chip cookie ice cream sandwich. Like this shit is the bomb. Like I don't even know how to put it into words. I, I-, I was telling y'all earlier pre pre show that I-, I had bought a-, a handful of them for Tavor and I didn't realize it because I drank one, took a couple over to the in laws, had them there, and then was rifling through some more Tavor beers and found a fourth and nearly fainted in my basement realizing. <laughs> what i had uncovered this beer amazing i don't know what kind of drunk ass idiots are rating a three four whatever out of five give it that that low rating this beer people is suck. phenomenal oh yeah people are the worst americans are the worst we've seen that if nothing else for the summer That's americans true. are the worst it is this uh beer, the anti-american it is the best it is the best uh it definitely choco taco uh on on my rating scale the the best item uh, that i could find all new edition of craft root sports starting up here in just a minute thank you guys for tuning in be sure to comment below let us know what you're drinking tonight and rate it on the ice cream truck scale from lemon chill all the way to choco taco
Hey everybody and welcome to another edition of Craft Root Sports. It's Wednesday night, it's time to get drunk and listen to three guys who kind of know what they're talking about. I am Mike, with me as always is Scott. Scott, how you feeling tonight, man? Feeling great, feeling good here live from Magic City, baby! <laughs> we'll talk a little Magic City uh, in On Deck tonight. We got, we got some Magic City talk. Uh, Drew, how you feeling tonight, man? Oh uh, man, I cannot wait for this snowball juice. I've just been holding off because it ain't gonna make it ten minutes. I'm gonna Dude, tell you that right I, now. Oh, there is no way. There is no way that this beer uh, lasts through on deck. I, I, I already told Scott. I was like, go grab something to to fill you up because you ain't gonna finish the this show. This beer this. ain't gonna make it out of the intro. <laughs> Uh, we do have an awesome show for you guys tonight. Uh, be sure to hit share. Help us out. Get us in front of your friends. Tons that we're going to get to tonight. Uh, MLB back yeah, for now, I guess, because who knows what's going to happen with the Marlins. Uh, we're going to talk a little uh, NCAA news, some Tim Tebow news. Scott's favorite uh, athlete has a, a story that came out this week. Uh, <laughs> what else are we doing this week? I'm trying to get to the dock. We got uh, we got some conspiracy theories we're going to get into. Everybody loves when we get into conspiracy theories. Also, I am going to pay up on a punishment. Uh, I'm going to do a, a fire nice challenge that I lost. Uh, now that FC Cincinnati is out of the MLS's back tournament, I figure it's okay for me to do that. All of that coming up this show. And I'm going to punish the listeners with do that hockey. <laughs> oh, that's hey. right. Do that hockey. I forgot and at we least we, we fell out better than the friggin' embarrassment the Columbus crew represented as. <laughs> Jenny, where are you at, girl? Let's hear it. What you got about that squad of yours that's a super huge disappointment? <laughs> Watch you flop on the corner of the 18 once again to get a trash PK just to make you think you have a shot. Drew calling out listeners already. I love it. Uh, let's not waste any more time, guys. We got a brand new sponsor for On Deck this week. So I'm let's so hit excited, that up. Guys, new sponsor, Boss Man Brands. Listen, I might not have the best beard yet. Scott, decent beard at this point, but we are about to step our beard games up. And you oh, guys do. Do I, do I not exist? What the hell? I didn't realize you were trying to grow one. See, I, sorry, I, was, I was waiting oh. for that to be like a big Boss Man logo, like WWF style. <laughs> yeah, I reset. I went clean shaven today, as you can clearly see. So that I can start from scratch. Just to get ready. Quality Boss Man products. I dig it. Uh, Well, our friends at Boss Man Brand are going to help you get your beard game on point. They got supplements to help your beard grow stronger and fuller, uh, all the way to beard oils, pomades, and conditioners. Boss Man Brand's four-step process will get your beard looking its absolute best. And even if you don't rock a beard, they have razors and lotions to make sure your shave is smooth as can be. Hit them up at bossmanbrand.com. Use the code SPORTS at checkout and get 15% off your entire order. Sell out! How you like that professional read right there, fellas? Huh? Huh? Well the boss man doesn't know what they just got into. <laughs> they sure don't. Uh, but I know what we got into. We got into On Deck, fellas. Uh, this week on On Deck, Mookie's going to be leading us off. Mookie, you are On Deck. Woo, charge. All right, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a record-breaking month at hand here. And no, I'm not talking about coronavirus cases down in Florida because we knew that was going to happen. It's just going to keep going up. What I'm talking about is the way that the Nevada Sportsbooks posted their first net loss in an 83-month period. That's right. <laughs> 83 months, the Nevada Sportsbooks have booked a profit. And it finally comes screeching to a halt this last month here, July in the year 2020 where they posted, Oh wait, we're not going to tell you just yet. We're going to have a little bit of fun with that. Um, 
just to kind of set the stage here, this is the first time that the statewide, like this, again, this isn't just like one or two books. This is all of Nevada. So this isn't just the Vegas books. This is the entirety of this the includes Reno? scene out West. They've posted their first law since July, 2013. The thing that gets me about this is this is hilarious because it's not just that they posted a loss because, you know, things were shut down. They had a bunch of those $5 prime rib steaks go south or whatever. No, they straight up lost on betting to take this bath. And one of the main reasons of this is that because they closed down the majority of the books in April and May, people couldn't redeem their football bets. So like if you had put money down in the Super Bowl or stuff like that, you've got 90 days or whatever it is, you know, redeem that slip. And because of the way they had to close down the sports books physically, people held on to $5.2 million in football bets that then got cashed in June. That actually rolled over and hit the bottom line in July, and that's what led to their loss. So it's not that they lost money because they weren't able to op- operate at top capacity. It wasn't that they lost money because of things that you know were out of their control with COVID. It's because $5.2 million were lost in football bets that were cashed in. And oh yeah, that's right. They also took seven-figure losses on a mistake when they entered the wrong lines for Korean and Chinese baseball games. Are you serious? So, wait, no, hang on, hang fantastic. on. Hang on. They wait, hang on. They put the wrong line in for games? Like that's a so, mistake that Vegas never makes. Yeah, so they they put lines in on games and they had the wrong start time in. So they weren't able to adjust the lines appropriately as bets were coming in because they had to keep <laughs> the bets open because they posted the wrong starting lines. That's something that, like, Jimmy around the corner does. Yeah, yeah. Like, in Vegas? Like, what the hell kind of amateur well, shit is that? Again, to lean back into it, the reason this happened is because it was manually entered. So, like, all the other stuff is, like, it's just fed in via systems and automatic shit, right? But because this was Chinese and Korean baseball and Vegas is like, crap, we got to do something to stay in business, they were manually landing the stuff. Uh, you know, they were really scrambling. Excel sheets left and right. And so they took a they they took a bath on that too. So there was a there was a two hundred and fifty dollar ten leg parlay that ended up paying out over a hundred and thirty seven thousand dollars because of this air. Dude, so you say that, and I feel like there has been, and I thought it was just because it was slow sports news and there wasn't really much going on with COVID. But I feel like there's been so many stories, and we've even done a couple on the show of like people cashing in big time checks on parlays that we didn't really hear about as much before. And I, I just chalked it up to, ah, well it's, but apparently it's because people in Vegas don't know how to put well, lines and, and, in correctly still, anymore. Their, their machine learning is still learning. Like ah, I they forgot don't to carry the one son of a <laughs> right. Bitch. Like they, they don't have, they don't have great knowledge on the Korean baseball system like they do with the MLB. So here's how I want to end this segment is I want you boys to guess at what, what their net loss was. Throw out a number here. I'll give you a hint. It's over a hundred dollars. It's less than a billion. What are you oh, good. think? We're really narrowed it down there, Drew. <laughs> I'm thinking they took a ten million dollar haircut. Ten million dollar haircut. All See, right. I what feel like I feel there? like it's set up in a way where even if they do take a loss, it's not going to be that big of a loss. Like any loss is such a huge scale loss because they always are in the the positive. So I'm going to say it's like five hundred bucks, like something minor that it's still crazy, but uh, it's not that big of a deal in the grand scheme of things. I got to give you boys credit with your two idiotic guesses. They average out to be pretty damn close. So 
in, in, in months where they lost $5.2 million on just old tickets, their net loss was 483000 bucks. They ended up $483,000 in the red, which Man. is basically saying that this podcast is over five years or whatever. So, you know, we, we understand that pain. But either way, first time in 83 months that the, the Nevada sports books booked a net loss for an entire month. Well, the next time they want to give away $400,000, though, they can come holler at me. <laughs> I mean, if they're going to make that mistake, I mean, they might as well do it to a worthy cause. Well, but that's the point. That's the funny part. It took. Seven-figure stale tickets getting cashed in, screwing up Korean and Chinese baseball, and they still barely made a loss. Like, I mean, that's probably less than a half a percent in the grand scheme of things in Vegas, right? That is amazing, and honestly, couldn't happen to happen to a nicer group. Uh, just a shame. Uh, just I just a know shame the next time some that. asshole says the house always wins, and be like, eh, not quite. <laughs> hey. Twice in 85 months they lost. So there, man. <laughs> so they don't always win. Back to the bank. Uh, Robert Taylor hitting us with the they should just pull themselves up by their bootstraps. <laughs> they really should. Uh, Brian Berglund also chiming in. Uh, shout out Brian Berglund. Uh, Matt Barr, that's how Vegas stays in business. You know it. And Ed Mayhall giving us uh, some Reds updates. Reds are currently beating the Cubs. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Everyone um, beats the Cubs. Uh, except for the Reds. <laughs> the Reds bullpen games. hasn't shown up yet. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, still sunny gray. Uh, all right, I'm up next here uh, on deck. I'll go ahead and go. Uh, so show favorite character, I guess you could say, J.R. Smith. We talked about him going back into the bubble. So show favorite Smith. mascot. J.R. Smith. <laughs> uh, we love J.R. on the show. Uh, he was in the news this week because in the bubble he did an interview and they were asking him about things that he brought and uh, you know wh- how everything's going. One thing that JR offered up as some news was that he didn't pack enough underwear for the bubble. Uh, he said he, he didn't bring enough. Uh, do you guys happen to know offhand what he did bring? Do you, have you guys seen the story? Do you know how many Condoms. pairs of underwear? How many pairs of underwear JR uh, Smith actually brought to the bubble? Now, he granted, probably brought two, but I bet he's got enough henny to get him through. <laughs> Now, granted, they're going to be there if they go all out uh, and they go to the end. It's three months in the bubble. Jarrah Smith brought seven pairs of underwear. That's it. I mean, that's one for every day of the week. <laughs> well, and, and they're in a hotel, right? So he, you know he's getting laundry like every other day. Seven pairs of underwear. Uh, here's what he said. Here's the quote. And this is, is uh, just picture me without a shirt on, lots of tattoos, drunk on Henny. Honestly, I packed like seven because I thought it'd be good for once a day. But I ain't calculate all the showers in between everything that I'd be doing. <laughs> so I've been running like in two, three days. <laughs> But still, they, he doesn't have laundry service? I mean, they do. At the Disney Resort. No, they do have laundry service, but that's the problem. He only has seven pairs, so he goes to practice, takes a shower, goes back to the room. Maybe they have, like, another run-through. He takes another shower. He goes through three pairs of underwear in a day. Next thing I mean, he knows. And the problem is he plays basketball, so it's not like he can free ball. Right, exactly. Say, There's, why is he showering? We all know JR don't work that hard. <laughs> well, he works that hard at going the wrong way. <laughs> He's really calling timeout when they they don't got one. Now he didn't he didn't Chris Webber it. He just didn't realize they didn't have the lead. That's the problem. He he didn't realize it was tied. J.R. Smith just doesn't know the score because he's drunk all the time. That's the problem with J.R. Smith. Seven pairs of underwear. I feel like this is something that like uh, when I go on vacation. I always pack a pair of underwear a day, but then I throw in like 12 extra hold, pairs hold, hold just in case. Mike, you always got to have the extras. Mike, uh, we, we got a request. Uh, Matt wants me to read the real quote. You got that real quote handy? Because I'm guessing there's something that you're not allowed. No, to there, there is no. Real, there was real. no words that I bleeped out. If that was the case, <laughs> I would have had you read it 100%. I, 
I know. Yeah, I know how this show goes. And, We've done this long enough. Can, yeah, you can tell because he's his natural hue of red right now. <laughs> yeah, there is no, there is nothing oh, that uh, you're blending yeah. into your shirt. Bro. Yeah, well, that's that's typical. Uh, <laughs> I I got a I got a question for you guys though. Like, legitimately, now now this doesn't count every single pair you got, but like, how many pairs of underwear do you have? Like, how many go to pairs that you put oh. them on? And like, I feel good. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because you always got that pair. Mm. Like, shit, man, I gotta do laundry, but like, I'll be all right for today. Yeah, there's there's the pair that's like the 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 working uh, underwear that it's like you throw on underneath your your gym shorts while you're painting yeah. the bathroom or something. The ones that got yeah. the holes all the way up the crotch. Uh, mm-hmm. But there, but I would say I probably have fifteen pairs that I'm holy shit I'm comfortable with. Yeah, I mean, but I also go through two a day. I wear one to work, gym, oh, wait, shower, wait, wait. So you, and then one afterwards. So you count you count on like spandex sliders. No, I don't wear spandex sliders. What? Who wears spandex sliders? You wear spandex well, you sliders? Gym. You wearing cotton in the gym, bro? Gym shorts. They're, they're, it's literally what they're made for. Is the You're gym. gym shorts and nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got nothing so, on under them gym when shorts. When we were talking about free ball and Mike Burnham, I cannot and wait. I cannot wait till they let us back in the office so I can creep on you at the gym again because <laughs> I am going to. Bust no, it's all boxer briefs all the time here. That's what I no, mean. no, I understand it. Boxer briefs, but like you don't have those kinds that are like a little bit tighter than they 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 leave you room, but they breathe. They're they breathe, yeah, short. man. I got you know those. what I mean. Yeah, no, they're not yeah. that cotton stuff that just lets your balls sweat. Fruit of the loom, baby. That's what I got. I'm lucky they're yeah. not all white. That's <laughs> that's, well, that's yeah, I'm at. Alex don't want to see those stains, bro. <laughs> she got enough bleach in the world. That's a perfect cue to move off here. Uh, this is the part where boss man ditches. Yep. Scott, you're on deck. What you got? Well, fittingly enough, we'll stick with the NBA and Magic City, baby. <laughs> my favorite story of the week. As soon as the text came in on my phone, I knew that it was going to be my story this week. Lou Williams got quarantined. Because while he was out of the bubble, for an excused absence, mind you, had to attend to a family member, my man took himself to Magic City, famous strip club in Atlanta, to get himself some wings. Now, everybody pause because there were no dancers there. He just really needed wings. And apparently these wings are bomb. He had Johnny Manziel come to his defense, which, I mean, I don't know if you want Johnny Manziel ever coming to your defense on anything, a titty bar. But Johnny Manziel was like, hey, man, I understand. Those wings are good. Like, you got to get those things. And apparently they've got this lemon pepper sauce that is worth getting quarantined 10 days for. Dude's going to miss out on $150,000. He's missing out on the first two games. And yeah, all for some wings. That's I think a- my favorite part of the story is he was with some rapper friend, have no idea. And that's how he got busted because dude posted a picture of himself on Instagram with Lou Williams, both of them wearing masks. Uh. And then tried to say, oh, man, that was an old picture of me and Lou. I just miss him. <laughs> but he had a mat. They both had masks on. So for going to the titty bar to get some really fire-ass wings, Lou Williams missing out on the first two games of this retread NBA season. And I can't think of a better reason. I mean, we, we already talked about how people were trying to sneak women into the bubble. and Trying or did? Like, uh, we, don't, we don't know. I mean, I don't know. This isn't confirmed. But – uh, this this NBA bubble has been the best because I feel like it's the only way that sports are going to kind of work is, is this bubble. But then when you've got these outliers who are like, man, I just need these wings, even at this titty bar <laughs> during a family emergency that I had to leave the bubble for. 
They're just going to take that L. That's comfort food. I was going to say, I like what Matt Barr said in the chat. Matt Barr said, look, everybody grieves in their own way. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, but those are the most expensive wings ever, right? Oh, my God. Like $150,000 you're missing out on? So I I had two questions. I'm going to ask the first one because the other one's going to derail us for a minute, and I'm excited for it. But, like, if there ain't no dancers, is it really a titty bar? Like, well, ain't no titties I mean, in the titty bar. Is it still a titty bar? Or is it just a restaurant? That's what. So that's what the the debate is on this. Is there the people are worried that there's some morality at play in, in terms of his quarantine uh, in the ten days that he got? Because they're like, would he have gotten ten days if he had just stopped at like Wingstop instead of a. a Topless club yeah, to get the wings. Stops trash. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, get ten days because like, the NBA has like a system butt. in place where it's like if you leave the bubble for like a family emergency, you automatically get four days quarantine right. when you get back. Well, Zara and then they said, right? right, yeah. But yeah. then they were like, but their actual guidelines, like the suggested amount, is ten days. So he's gonna miss ten days because he was already gonna get the four, and then the like the additional tests or whatever. Well, no, they push s- it to ten. No, they said it was. 10 days because he engaged in risky behavior by going to this club and they the nba has come out and said yes it would have been 10 days no matter what because eating inside a restaurant is a risky situation at this point in time so oh, anyways it would have mm. been 10 days um uh, oh scott's in wing stop is better yeah, than panda express say, scott should be banned how do we put a ban on people is that a thing we do here <laughs> no 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 Maybe, actually wait no we should give him we should give him one of spot these <laughs> here and we'll just mute the other scott and he can stand in for Scott because that is just blasphemy. Uh, Chris America, Chris America. It's a hundred percent accurate. A hundred percent accurate. Dude. I will just whatever. sit here and talk. Whatever. I don't Get care if I'm muted. We can Pan hear you. Expresses trash. We can hear you. So here's uh, what I did when I asked. Wait, you hang on. Before though, you do right. that, Chris America oh, chiming in something? saying when he thinks of women being snuck into the NBA bubble, he thinks of Willem Dafoe sneaking into the mob house <laughs> in New York City. Oh, what a rude surprise that would be for those boys in the bubble. Let me tell you what. Until Willem Dafoe whipped out wings from his crotch. Like, I got the meat. I got the meat stick. God, what a great movie. All right, what's your question? Let's derail oh, this uh, yeah, before we this. before so we go like, back to boss man. If, you, if you're going to get fined 150 grand for sneaking out to get some food, what are you sneaking out to get? Mm. Well, oh, see, here's man. the thing. If I'm leaving and I'm engaging in risky behavior, all I'm making sure is that you know my dumbass friend doesn't post a picture of me with him on Don't Instagram. Don't put it out. That's fine. fine. Yeah. He'd, no, he'd have had the wings that's, and it'd been good, man. That's not a fun response. Scott, come on, lean in here. What food is worth 150 grand to you? Cheesy gordita crunch. Panda Express. <laughs> no, no, I'm gonna go better than that, Scott. Come on. Cheesy gordita I said crunch. Anything but Panda Express. Oh. <laughs> It's the cheesy gordita crunch. That's the correct day. Or Choco Taco from an ice cream truck. Either one of those would be fine for 150K. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to one-up you there in a sense, though, Mike. You go cheesy gordita crunch slash Pizza Hut breadsticks because you go to that combo joint, right? Oh, uh, there and you, you hit go. that up. Then you go across the street at that famous bowl. <laughs> the spicy chicken mac and cheese famous bowl, too, to be clear. For 150 grand. I, I just can't believe this dude. You know the wings are... He's got an item named after him on the menu at this place, too? 
Like there's well, that actually explains Lou a lot, Williams. Wait, like there, he's got his name on the menu. That's how into this place he is. Uh, you got to go a lot in order to, uh, to have an item named after you. This has been on deck, brought to you by Bossman Brand. Again, go to bossmanbrand.com. Use the code Sports. Get fifteen percent off your entire order. Get your beard in tip top shape at Bossman. Sell out. Oh, man, I ain't got 150k to just be blowing, so there's like no food that's worth it. Maybe well, my mom's flat ass cookies. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, Mama Kaiser. Hey, when are we gonna have around for a baking segment? Because I'm here for that. It's gonna happen. We got to make it happen. Maybe Ooh, this winter. We, can we segue into a quick, a quick what you watching segment? Because I'm gonna be honest, I gotta come clean, boys. I've been crushing the Great British Baking Show. Yeah, and my mouth is drooling. Yeah, like I bought four boxes of Duncan Hines cake mix on our grocery order last week, and I don't know what the <laughs> fuck to do with it. I'm pretty sure that they don't use Duncan Hines. On no, the I know they don't, but my ass show. does. Are you kidding me? I said something to Jenna. I was like, "Hey, do you think I can make one of them crepe pancakes, cake things?" And she goes, "Yeah, you could bake something. Sure, here's some here's some <laughs> you cake could bake something. Here's some yeah. cake mix. Go have fun." <laughs> and she goes, and then she goes, she follows that up with the. I mean, at the end of the day, it'll be edible, right? <laughs> and, I go, and then I go, babe, I ever tell you the story about how I made pancakes with cornstarch? <laughs> Guess what those weren't? Edible. <laughs> we will talk some, uh, some what else is on a little bit later in the show because last chance you yeah. dropped yesterday, and I'm almost all the way through it, even with having to work uh, both days. Aren't you so glad I read the show rundown beforehand? I know. Yeah, it's cool, man. It's cool. We'll come back to the, the great British baking show or whatever. But now... We're going to stick to sports because that's what we do on a sports talk show. We stick to sports. Just stick to sports. Uh, So let's stick to sports here. Uh, Let's talk some MLB to start off with. Uh, We we alluded to it at the beginning of the show. (laughs) Marlins trying to bring everything down. Uh, They had to cancel their home opener against the Orioles because, because of a COVID outbreak. Now they're canceled through Sunday. Rumor is that this started. This was Bob Nightingale that reported this. That oh no, uh, this isn't rumor. This is fact. No, this I is love fact. this. Yeah. It happened. It is one hundred percent confirmed now that, yes. that it was. And that's what I love about it. They don't report the reason they all got COVID as much as they presented. Oh my God, the Marlins they canceled games. I like, love when people I hate are the reason for something bad. Okay, because the last I saw was that uh, Nightingale had said maybe a couple of guys were out partying in Atlanta. That was the last that I heard reported. Nope. It was one hundred percent Jeets. <laughs> Jeets was dirty. I missed that part. You for real? Yeah. Scott, you, are you wait, breaking you, news right here? Derek Jeter is partying in Atlanta at a Oh, no, 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 no. I didn't say he was partying in Atlanta. Marlins. I'm saying he tested positive for COVID and then went with the team and was hanging out with them. And they were like, uh, we're not sure if it was Jeter. Oh, don't you, Scott, don't see? you know to start a rumor? Derek Jeter no, was Derek at the Jeter. titty bar. He got COVID from a hooker in the parking lot, and then he went to training camp and got everyone else infected. <laughs> Damn it, son. Pick up on the cues. I mean, I was just thinking he was hanging out with Lou Williams getting some wings. That's good enough. But <laughs> Well, there's okay, so this is now opening a little bit of a Pandora's box because now you've got the Nationals who have voted. They did a team vote, and they don't want to go to Miami to play the Marlins now. Like They're basically saying, we're not doing that. We don't want to go. But MLB can force them to go and force these games to happen. So now we're going to have another stare down between the players and the league, uh, and that's going to be a a whole thing. That's supposed to happen this weekend, so we'll see what comes of that. Uh, Also, the Reds are now criticizing the protocols that MLB has in place because while they had some protocols, they didn't really have any defined things. They were basically just like, Eh, we'll see what happens. Like, how many cases and you have to shut it down? I don't know. We'll, eh, 
meh. Well, Enough. what's even worse Enough. is they, t- they there's guys that they took the test prior to the game and they still let them play. They they didn't have any protocol they, for that. Right. Just like, well, you can take Wait, this like, test. They right, the Marlins the and didn't get the result back. Yeah, and then they went out there and played, and then, you know, turns out. You know what right. that reminds me of? That reminds me of, like, in college, right? Like, so you take final exams, then you went home, and, and mom and dad are like, oh, how are exams? Oh, I think they're more, oh, good, good. And, like, they fed, fed you all the good stuff, did your laundry. They're really nice to you the whole time knowing, yeah, I fucked it up and failed. <laughs> like, you were like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to milk this grace period. I'm going to go out hard, my, my high school friends and stuff like that, until they find out what so, really went down in like three weeks. So that's one way to approach those finals grades. You could go the way my cousin went. Uh, my cousin was back home, and uh, the family was gathered around my grandmother as she was dying in bed. And as everybody is sitting there crying, my cousin said, Hey, Mom, by the way, I should probably tell you I'm failing three classes. Like at that uh, at that point, that's the best way to do it, right? That's how you would break that news. Absolutely, on somebody else's deathbed. Yep, uh, that's, yep. You that's can't you can't get in trouble level, for that. Uh, news <laughs> dropping right there. Tony Pope, he's my hero. By the way, no, Brian, that's absolutely no. That's absurd. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Have we learned nothing from Nixon? Deny, <laughs> deny, deny. Uh, by it's the way, not and Nixon and Costanza, they combined <laughs> to make my hero. Deny, 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 and it's not a lie if you believe it's true. Uh, Brian Berkland saying that uh, when Jeets uh, went out to the titty bar for the wings, uh, he sent the girl away in a limo and a gift with a gift basket uh, in the morning. So it was worth it. <laughs> hey, Jenny, what's up, girl? How you doing? Uh, How was your night last night? Jenny, stick around. How are uh, things? In, in case you're wondering, Jenny, I do Did have the spare well? off right here. It will be coming up in a, in a little bit here in the show. So stick around. I, I will s- fucking do that punishment. Anyway, so okay, so our shit. So, Scott, you bring up this point about the Marlins. So these guys took the test. They didn't have the results. I'm guessing they were showing symptoms at that point, and that's why they took the test, and then they still voted to – like, this wasn't just like a normal, hey, it's it's test day, you got to take – it was, hey, should we really play if while we wait for these tests type thing? I, I'm not sure how that whole thing went down because they didn't – all I know is that Atlanta, in the case of them, they were about to start the season in New York, and – like hours before uh, the game was about to be played. They're like, oh, wait, by the way, our top two catchers are staying in Atlanta because they have, you know, COVID-like symptoms, took a test. Turns out they were negative, but they were sick through the weekend and still haven't rejoined the team. And I'm like, well, then what the hell happened with the Marlins? How was it that anybody was able to play if they were taking tests? That's what I'm confused about because the Reds, so the Reds had uh, their opening day DH tested positive for, for COVID like the next day. And then... Mike Moustakis and Nick Senzel were feeling a little under the weather. The rumor was they got into a clubhouse fight because I love when rumors come out when guys aren't in the lineup and they're like, oh, they got into a fight and they're being punished. Uh, But the truth was they were feeling under the weather, so they took a test and they had to sit out until tomorrow. Like they're Actually, I think they appealed, so they're back in the lineup today. But the Reds have been criticizing these protocols of like nothing is written down. Like we don't have any guidance on this. We're just flying by the seat of our pants and our guys have to sit out uh, friggin' five games. Meanwhile, the Marlins are taking these tests and infecting 19 people plus whoever else they're coming in contact with. Like, where is the distinction here? And it's just Manfred sitting on his hands, just being like, I don't fucking know. Well, I got my well, 60 games. Sh- big shocker too. Like I'm sitting there watching the first weekend of games and I'm like, my wife is like, 
huh, wow, they're not really social distancing. I'm like, not only are they not social distancing, I swore that I heard that these guys weren't going to high five or touch any hands. And they're doing all the hands. Every single time. And as soon as this thing happened with the Marlins, yesterday's game or Monday's game, oh, everybody's sitting, uh, you know, further away wearing masks and doing all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, all of a sudden it's been mandated. But Rob straight up said, "Uh, well, we didn't have them exactly written down and i'm like how the hell did you spend all that time See, negotiating right, and, and not figuring things out to not even have the rules figured out when this shit was inevitably gonna happen yo tap me tap me in boss here it's go, go for it tap me in. this is bullshit here because the thing i don't understand about this shit ain't fucking hard right like other leagues have figured it out other countries have figured it out there has not been an issue in a single european soccer league now for over a month that i'm aware of and I'm pretty plugged in. I could have missed one or two, let's be honest. But at the same time, they're playing multiple leagues in countries. So like in England, they're playing three different football, sorry, soccer leagues at the same time. No issues there. They have had tests, but they've quarantined these isolated people and it's not spread out. They've figured this shit out. MLS, NBA, NHL, they've all figured this shit out. So, like, what the fuck excuse does Major League Baseball have to not deal with this right? Now, they're doing it a little bit differently with the way they're traveling, which to me was questionable to begin with. But That was I the guess, first red flag. Well, but, but I, 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 I will say this. I'll give them a bit of a pass in a sense that, like, the baseball field concentration may be harder to get like you could get with Wild Rural Sports down in Orlando, right? Like, they've got six soccer fields right next to each other down there. That makes it easy to host a bubble, right? But at the same time, didn't just go to, what is it, in Oklahoma where they have the College World Series and just use those fields. I was just going to say, but, it's not hard to find a, right. a, a contingency. The, they could have just played them at spring training. Well, sites, it, it, or, there's no or, fans. Yeah, figure some shit out here. And the problem is they like they have no, literally no excuse for this weak-ass solution to this problem because they've had, honestly, longer than anyone else, they've just been too busy being rich old white dudes waiting to die from a corona to figure this out, <laughs> fighting with the players' union to actually care about their game. And so, like, they're going to fuck it all up. And, Jenny, the NFL doesn't necessarily have it figured out, but they're doing a hell of a lot better than Major League Baseball because no, they have shit no, written the NFL, down. The NFL, no, 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 no. I don't know. I'll fight Jenny, you on this one. Okay. The, no, the NFL has put shit in place where the player, the each team has to have a written procedure and protocols in okay but there's the there's this. the problem right Which there drew that's the problem that's the problem with the nfl that's the problem with the mlb that's the problem with the right. ncaa you're leaving it up to individual teams to set their own standards the league needs to come in and say this is no, the no, deal no, no, and no. if the this NFL happens we to, shut the it down NFL has to approve the standards it doesn't matter. It's still different standards among each team. There has to be team. one set. Exactly. For it's got to be entire league. That's no, what no, the, the you're a fucking the, commissioner. The, like Goodell, you're a commissioner. The fucking set a rule. Oh no, he's not. He's a <laughs> robot, dude. Come on, that dude doesn't do. I'm shit. I'm telling you, but he's a figurehead for the Illuminati, Mike. Get it together, man. Like the you. I would have thought the last time the UFOs put the probe in your butt, you would have realized that. But like the thing is, <laughs> is that even if it is different. It's different in the way they handle things based on facilities. No, but it's still it's still the type of thing where it's like, well, we say that if we have five cases, five positive tests, that's enough for us to shut it down. Somebody else says mm, it takes 10 positive tests for us to shut it down. Now you're going up against a team that has 10 players who have tested positive and potentially impacted everybody else, and they're still willing to play because that's what they came up with. No, the league needs to step in and set guidelines, and no league 
league is doing it because every bunch, every one of these commissioners is a bunch of fucking pussies who can't put anything. They don't want it. They don't want to fall back on them. So they're like, look, I'm just, hey, we're just trying to play the games. We're trying to help you fans well, out. So to, wait, wait, to, to, to be fair, I haven't, I haven't <laughs> read about the Scott's number of cases it takes because in. that wasn't in the ESPN article the NFL allowed them to release. So I missed that part. Second, Jenny is from Columbus and is a crew fan. So why do we really care what she has to say anyways? Well, Third, okay. I think Scott, Scott has a really good Scott. point he's about to make, so we should listen to him now. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, like, at the end of the day, like, with the Reds or any of these individual organizations, they're like, well, fuck it. I mean, the, the commissioner isn't making any decisions. We're left around. Like, they're trying to recoup money. They don't want to not play the game. Right. I'm sure even the Marlins were like, shit. I mean, you want to know why we ran them out there? Because, like, we got to get this money. Like, that's all it boils down to. And if the head guys aren't going to step in and say, all right, here's the rules for everybody. Follow them or you're out. Who, then this is what's going to happen. Who are yep. the head guys? Are you talking about the commissioners that work for the owners who are trying to recoup money? It doesn't matter, but that's fine. That's fine. It, it's still their job. If it's a man. uniform. I mean, it's still, their jo- it's still no, the league it's not, in general's no, job. No, to the commissioner's job is to protect the bottom line revenue of the league. And that's fine. Shit about that's the players. fine. But the league doesn't exist about the without the players. Like, and the I'm, league has to set the, the standard. Look, it's fine if the commissioners are, are favoring the owners in this the point being it needs to be uniform across all of the teams you can't have different standards for each team or else you run into a situation where the marlins have 18 goddamn people that have this covid and it it shuts down your league they got this covid they got this covid they they came down with the rona all right let's talk nfl since we're talking some nfl um speaking of covid in the nfl the nfl did come out and say players who attend high risk events are going to face uh suspension with no pay some of those high risk events include uh going out to like parties uh also going to church they consider that a high risk event uh in the nfl uh probably your ass in that video room every monday because they all drink they all drink from that same cup together, man. That's how it gets passed. <laughs> sit, sit down here and study this film with all of us. Also, hit the showers. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, no, wait. Real question: Are they still having in-person video sessions? Or are they doing that shit over Zoom like they did over the summer? Uh, who knows? Uh, I guess oh, each depends, team is going to de- decide on the team, which means that the Bengals for sure are going to be locked in the basement together within two feet of each other because Mike Brown's broke ass ain't paying for any of that stuff. Bengals you really think Mike Brown is going to pay for his Zoom account? Fuck that guy. You really think the Bengals study film? Come on, man. Oh, that's fair, too. <laughs> Shoot. That's poor Zach. maintain this is all just one The, the big film they study thing. is, well, yep. I see that Ready section fall, 142 man. was a little bare there. We need to figure that out. <laughs> I agree with you, Scott. None of this is going to matter, man. None I agree with you. Uh, but here's something that does matter. Uh, Scott, why don't you hit us up with uh, this? This was news that we got on uh, Twitter as well. Robert Taylor hit us with this story, and I was shocked that he was the first one to tell me about this. Um, but uh, if, uh, there was some Patrick Mahomes uh, news this week. Oh, this was like the biggest Patrick Mahomes story of 2020. Uh, dude actually did something with his, with his life and uh, put his money into the Kansas City Royals. So while baseball can't figure out how to actually have games played without people contracting a virus, uh, he at least owns stock in a team that has mostly been shit for all of our lifetimes. So good on Patty Mahomes. And he also bought a Ferrari the same day that he bought that he bought into the the Royals ownership. He bought a Ferrari. I I missed the Ferrari, but <laughs> good for him. 
good for him. I, I was more excited about the Royals thing because I'm like, oh man, it's it's nice to see Patrick Mahomes finally make a name for himself. I'm impressed. I mean, this is a big deal. Patty Mahomes now the second youngest owner of a professional team in the history of sports. That's impressive. That's an impressive What I'd feat. like to know is why did he spend so much time in clubhouses as a kid? I saw one of those quotes. His was dad his, played his in dad the was majors. a baseball player? Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, his dad was yeah. a baller. Um, and his dad played for the Mets, I know for sure, but I don't know who else he played for. No, we can't cancel an NFL season, Krusty, because this is the year the Browns win the Lombardi, all right? Like, that ain't happening. The consp- I know the conspiracy theory segment's still later, but, like, this is why this shit's going down. I, it's finally a time to break that curse. I didn't... Did I know you were a Browns fan? Oh, I'm not. Oh, okay. All right, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> I saw the jersey oh, to I was, the show, I was, was, was going to try to turn around, but I almost knocked the table over. I'm a Brady Quinn fan. Oh, okay. okay. All right, that that's fair. Yeah. Uh, that's you fair. Idiot. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, when you get that's drunk and buy worse. a $75 jersey, Scott, you got to make use of it. That's fair. That's uh, fair. I, 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 cheers to that. Yeah. Uh, Scott, why don't you tell Dude, us? Are you guys done with the snowball yet? Because I'm just about, about I am really milking this, it. This, um, I, I'm I trying to save some it. to wash down the taste of this fire and ice that I have to do here in a second. So I'm trying to like, uh, no, let it Mike, go. don't waste it like that. Cause it's, you're going to hurt. You're going to just hide the brilliance. It's all right. It'll still clear out the Smirnoff taste. Uh, all right, Scott, why don't you tell us this Tim Tebow story that, that came out this week? So this was wild. Uh, everybody always wants to talk to Tim Tebow. I mean, even during a pandemic when he's not playing baseball. Uh, but apparently a uh, big shocker. He almost went to Alabama. And when I saw the headline, I of course thought, Hmm, Nick Saban always got to know them, but this was just before Nick Saban got there when he was about to be recruited. So the story he tells is that the day of, uh, what is it? Uh, his national signing day. day. Well, it wasn't signing day, but I, I think it was just when he had to make the decision. I don't know if it was actually signing. I'm not 100% sure. You mean sure. the decision? <laughs> yes, the decision. But either way, anyway, he's about to make the decision. He's like on stage behind the curtain, about to come out and do the whole hat yeah, gimmick and all that. The curtain. And do all that stupid crap that these idiot high school players do. And he he gets a call, or he calls up, uh, I believe, Mike Shula. Mike Shula. Uh, at Alabama, yeah. Alabama at the time. Yeah. He calls him up and says, hey, coach, you know, I'm going to Florida, blah, blah, blah. He gets off the phone and he feels this, you know, over overwhelming sense of, oh, my God, I made the wrong decision. Oh, that's Jesus. Yes. He calls up Urban Meyer. Well, first he tells his dad, oh, my God, I think I should have gone to Alabama. I think I'm making the wrong decision. He calls up Urban Meyer and he says, coach, I've made my decision. I'm going to. And the call drops. (laughs) So Urban Meyer said he was freaking out because he's like, oh, my God, I have no idea where he's going. Like the call ended. Tim Tebow decided that in that moment he was going to stick with what he had done, and that's to stick with Florida. But he was a a cunt hair close to going to Alabama. And good God. and how God would how you, how bad would history be if he had actually ended up there? I, I would well, not like Tim Tebow if he hang on though, now. hang on though. Let's let's uh, future play this a little bit because there's yes, there is some interesting things there. So first of all, you left out the part where uh, when he when the call dropped, he said to his dad, "Dad, I never actually told Coach Meyer that I'm going to Florida. 
I can still switch and go to Alabama. So even though he had like told Shula right. that he wasn't going, he had this moment of like, well, I wouldn't be lying and going back on my word because I didn't actually tell him that I was going there. So I can go out there here and tell and say Alabama and it'll be fine. But he ended up not doing that. Um, but here's where this whole world could get different. Maybe Shula doesn't get replaced. Like, does that That's mean does that mean Nick Shula's Saban still there? Like Shula's still at Alabama at this point. Where's Nick Saban? Where does he go if he doesn't go to Alabama? How does this completely change the college football world? Notre Dame. Well, okay, so right, when that it happened, could be Notre, Notre Dame. Remember, remember where he was? He was at Miami. He right. Had that- crappy stint at the Dolphins. And so then he went from there to Alabama. So I think he probably sticks it out in the NFL. It could be it could mm-hmm. be a totally different college football world. Maybe we don't have Bill Sweeney if Tim Tebow William. Uh, yeah, William. What, uh, if Tim what Tebow kind goes of to Alabama. butterfly effect did this whole thing set I can't, off? Like, like, like okay, crap. so maybe the Alabama dynasty shifts back a little bit in time from where it is currently, but Shula is the guy instead of Saban. Uh, I mean, this is this could have been Well, not only that, crazy. you don't have Urban Meyer uh, retiring to go see his uh, daughter's uh, volleyball Ooh, his games. Heart. Maybe his pretend. heart stays strong. Yeah, that heart, heart stays strong. He never goes to Ohio State because he doesn't have the excuse to leave Florida. So then when Trestle nope. gets fired, they don't have anybody, and Ohio State goes nope. down the tank. I don't like this. I don't like this because then Michigan wins football games. I ain't about that. <laughs> well, no, it's cool because, I mean, I assume that Michigan still manages to figure out a way to not lose. They just lose to a non-Urban Meyer-led Ohio State. That's that's cool. true. Uh, I'm going to start filling up this ball. Why is it blue, Mike? Because that's all they have at the liquor store downtown is blue Smirnoff. That COVID's hitting uh, them too. Oh, yeah. that blue, that that red, white, and blue one. That <clears throat> yeah, you I have one no time. idea. By how the way, old man, this you is. can be dirty as you want if you get rings, brother. I have uh, I have no idea how old this is, how long it's been sitting on the shelf. The last time I had to do this last year. Oh, you year, mean like you didn't buy this this week? <clears throat> no, no, no. I did buy it this week, oh, but I okay. don't know how how legit it's it is. It's at least from the Fourth of July <clears throat> because they only put those out for Fourth of July. Well, then that's good. Then it's not that old. Hey, remember the last time you beer bonged? That was fun. Beer bong was fine. That's why I'm beer bonging again. I can't chug. That's the problem. That's why I beer bong because I cannot chug. Uh, at I mean, all. they both basically require you to open up your throat and just take it down like a man Mm, that's what she said you should be used Uh, to that by now being you know a a a guy that went to all boys high school and played football and whatnot it wasn't an all boys high school and i played drink out bitch this ain't no crab cake smoothie quit stall here's what we're gonna that's true it isn't crab cake smoothie uh that was a bad no we need a single shot here we need a one shot for this get out of this three business yeah no what we're gonna do i'm gonna go to uh to my view i almost dropped this whole bong that would have been terrible as i'm trying to shift and God, that's how you me. get ants, asshole. Jenny owns this show. Like we, I know, like, we're like over. Yeah, <laughs> Jenny, Jenny kills it. So for those Whoa, of you that what are, what the hell are you talking about? I'm like 500. For those of you that are new to the show, uh, last year Jenny of Ohio, a Columbus Crew fan, bet me uh, in the Hell Is Real match between FC Cincinnati and Columbus Crew. Uh, the Fire Nice Challenge. You have to do a shot of Fireball and then uh, do a Smirnoff Ice. And sh- the first time we tied. And she posted her video and crushed it. I posted my video. I and embarrassed spit, myself. I spit the smear off everywhere. I couldn't chug. It was so bad that the Fireball account tweeted back uh, with the gift that said, 
I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. That's how bad that chug was. Uh, so then we ran it back uh, later on that's in the a, year. That's a little bit of claim to fame right there for you, though. Shane. I know. I know. Uh, well, then we ran it back, and I uh, I, I bonged it instead of uh, chugging. And the Fireball account hit me with the, uh, you go and totally redeem yourself. So I felt pretty good about myself after that mm. one. No idea how tonight's going to go, because I haven't chugged anything since I'm that night be, last I'm year. I'm going to be honest, though. Next time, Jenny, come after a man... I'm 35. Come after me instead of come after my boys. All right. Whoa! I mean, she threw it out. That (laughs) I drank that damn crab cake smoothie like a man. Get out of here! Yeah, you did. Also, Drew, she threw it out in the Craft Root Sports Facebook group to any FC Cincinnati fan that wanted to take part. Not only did I lose to Jenny, uh, but uh, also Nick Vickers and Matt Kreiner jumped in on that one as well. I'm not doing three of these though. I'm just saying that I'm doing one as a group. Mike, I'll pick you up, man. I'll do two of them. I just got to go get the supplies. The, the problem is the Craft Brood Sports group is so fire with memes. I can't get past five, and then I get distracted. That's a, that's So a unless point. it's top five when I see it, like, I ain't – sorry, man. Like, it ain't happening. Because I'll scroll through, then I'll get in some fights and some comments, then I'll pop out. Next thing I know, I'm on YouTube, like, 18, <laughs> like, videos deep, learning about how to, like, bandsaw a boat. Uh, Drew, your sister is correcting your age. You're not even 35. Uh, so anyways, uh, what I'm going to do, I'll go single cam yeah. so that everybody can watch me mess up this bong and uh, the fireball shot live here on the show. While I'm doing that, Drew, I want you to recap the MLS's back tournament from yesterday and uh, that's, Ohio's That's fair, but before you do this, you should tell your wife you love her before your life ends as you know it. It's. I mean, it's going to be like I didn't set anything down. I'm going to spit like I did. Like, it's going to be awful. Whatever. It's fine. It's going to be so it's gonna, bad. I'm going to be gonna soaked be so by the I end of this. Wait. All right, Drew. Yeah, so uh, the MLS go ahead. is back Fire tournament away. last night. I'll go ahead and pick it up here. Mike, can you embarrass yourself? Um Oh, there it is. There's the fireball. This is when the pain begins. Uh, the worst part for him is going to be tomorrow morning when he's going to just shit out all that cinnamon. And look at that. Not bad at all, Michael. Not bad. I, I'm proud of you right now, actually. Oh, um, but yeah. So uh, the MLS is back Ugh. tournament yesterday. The the Columbus Crew kicked off earlier uh, ahead of FC Cincinnati. They they played the uh, the Minnesota team. I'm out of snowball team. juice. Mm. I know, me too. I'm 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 holding this last little sip here, but it's eight forty eight. Um, to be fair, <laughs> Columbus did disappoint. Like, let's just be honest here, as soccer fans, they really should have taken it to Minnesota much much harder. Than they did. Uh, Minnesota got an early goal off of a set piece. It was just a shitty clearance. Fell to a dude. Guy struck it. Tough save for the keeper. Went in the back of the net. They were up 1-0 early. Um, Columbus could never really find their feet from what I watched. And it's it's surprising because they were getting after teams this whole tournament. I mean, they smacked the shit out of the entire group. And then also their little brother Cincinnati, which we all expected. So Numbers um, are dropping. (laughs) <laughs> oh, of course they are. I'm sure they are. Although I still see 10, even though we had 11. And now we have Tim joining us. So we're solid, man. We got the right people in this thread. Basically, um, Ohio fucked up yesterday. There's your oh, no, summary no, 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 of no, the MLS's no, back no, tournament. So it was a regular day? Columbus Columbus disappointed with their overall performance, but still managed to pull out a late penalty to tie it at one and get to kicks and then just kind of still shit the bed. They just never looked like they wanted to win that game, which I don't quite understand other than they want to get the fuck out of Florida, which I also kind of get because the best wings are in Atlanta from what I've heard. Um, Magic City, baby. Right? You got to get that lemon and, uh, what was it, lemon and black pepper? Yeah. Uh, it was lemon just lemon. Garlic. I was going to say just lemon pepper. Just lemon pepper, yeah. Uh, so in the FC match, they actually look decent for what they are. Oh. They are very, very 
Oh, but yeah, I know, Jenny. It's because he's a left-footed guy. He dives left. It is what it is. But you also read the cards. You read the reports ahead of time. When you dive, what you got to do and play the odds. At the end of the day, they missed one, and and Minnesota knocked theirs in. Columbus never should have been in that position with Minnesota. They were the better squad in all of the group stage matches. They just didn't come out and execute, which is surprising to me with their coaching staff, the quality they had across the board. Hang on, Drew. Sorry, I got to interrupt you. Scott asks a fantastic question here. Can Ohio pro sports fuck up? Are there actually expectations? That is a fantastic point because only from Ohioans. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> inside the state. Uh, expectations are high. I am the one who, after opening day, thought the Reds were going to go sixty and zero because I was like, well, they no. uh, they look so solid. And then the bullpen took over in game two, and they haven't won since because they're fucking well, losers. So- Mike, for one, that's because you're an idiot. For two, it's because you look like you're about to hurl all over the. the I'm not gonna. Right I'm not gonna boot. Um, I promise. I promise. For three. For three. Yes, there were expectations of the crew outside of Ohio. I will tell you that. They did say the, uh, Taylor Twelman, who might be the most annoying announcer I've ever heard in my life, said that they're top three. He was like, they're top three in the league. Also, he's a big douchebag, and I can't stand listening to that guy. Well, nope. we agree on some. We oh, disagree on some. It's good talk. Okay, moving on. Let's. <laughs> yeah, this has been. Look, here's the thing, man. I guess actually, I should rephrase that. He's a douchebag. Kirk Herbstreit's a douchebag, but like that doesn't mean they're bad analysts. I'm not saying he's a bad analyst. I'm saying he's annoying, and I can't stand listening to him. Oh, we. I mean, we're not even talk about the FC game. No, I don't want to relive them botching a three foot open net goal, uh, and then. Waston skying one in penalty kicks. I don't want to relive it. Uh, I don't want to relive it, uh, yeah. especially after Drew called it happening. This has been Stick to Sports, uh, and we want to give a shout out to our sponsor, More Labs. Uh, I'm probably going to be taking one of these tonight after Fireball and Smirnoff and Delicious Snowball. Uh, if you guys want to drink heavy and then wake up in the morning and feel fine, head on over to morelabs.com. Use the code SPORTS, get 20% off your entire order. Hit up some of that morning recovery. It's the only way to get through the weekends anymore. Uh, or quarantine life, morelabs.com. Use the code sports for 20% off that entire order. Sell out. All, right. All right. So for this week's testimonial for more labs, I got a, I got a bit of a different take. Um, the <laughs> hydration is solid. So I don't know about the rest of our listeners because we have a really widespread audience. But in Ohio right now, it is sweltering. It is such suffering in the daytime. It's in the 90s. It's humidity in the 80%, whatever range. The hydration is key, though, because when you're sitting out by the pool, laying out in the sun, mowing the lawn, doing whatever, and you literally lose 10 pounds of sweat in an hour, (laughs) that hydration picks you up. I got to be honest. I don't know how the shit it works, but it does. Like, because it's just a little thing that you drink and all of a sudden, like, you're hydrated. Like, it is solid. You pop that thing in around noon, so you're good to go, and you can kind of maybe, even if you're doing a little day drinking, it'll keep you around so that you can get to the night to take that morning recovery. (laughs) So I'm just saying, like, a different testimony this week than usual, not maybe binge drinking or whatever, but, like, I was just hanging out, reading a book, and I was like, man, I just, I feel so parched. <laughs> Pop one of those bad boys. I was solid for another three hours of time out in the sun. Fantastic. Oh. Uh, hit them up. Morelabs.com. Get 20% off that entire order. Scott, uh, you've been quiet during the MLS talk, so how about we go to your specialty here? As they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. Scott. NHL starting up this weekend. Do that hockey. Cannot wait. 
We got 24 teams competing for the Stanley Cup starting this Saturday. Uh, they're going to do it, best of it, five. It, are, it already started. What? No, oh, August 1st. Saturday. Exhibition no, games. They're doing exhibition, exhibition games. games. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Sorry, asshole, I'm doing that Dude. hockey. You shut the fuck up. Somebody mute him. <laughs> anyway, August 1st, starting back up with hockey. 24 teams competing. The Red Wings and six other teams aren't because they suck. Um, we got a best of five uh, series to kick things off amongst the teams. And then they're going into a round robin. The top four teams are playing round robin tournament for uh, to determine seeding. And then from there on, uh, it's the march through the Stanley Cup. Um, I mean, there'll be a lot of guys hitting, a lot of, a lot of really sm- smelly, sweaty pads because hockey pads are fucking disgusting, man. Have you ever been a hockey locker room after the game? Oh, my God. It's Vomit City. Scott, when was the last um, time you were in a hockey locker room after the game? Uh, two years ago. I've never been – the only hockey locker room I've ever been in is the uh, – the, the what the hell's the the, the minor league cyclones. the cyclones there you go the cyclones yeah i've been in the cyclones locker room good god which it smells off by the way by the way they are their season tickets are on sale now for your purchase on cincinnatacyclones.com there you go uh scott i have I a mean, right because they're totally gonna play <laughs> hockey at minor US league Bank. hockey's I mean, happening Heritage Bank Arena. Scott, I, I'm wondering, so we, we have uh, lots of hockey to watch. There's five games a day starting August 1st going through, uh, I think, August 9th or something like that. Like It's basically like a week of five yep, games yep, a day. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. What can we expect from this hectic schedule? Like, What's the toll going to be like on the players uh, having to play this much uh, after such a long layoff? Eh, they're going to be fine. Hockey players are the toughest uh, athletes in any sport, so it, they're not going to be some bitches like the NBA and need like 14 travel days in between games. So uh, hockey players will be fine. They're probably sitting there beating each other up during the, the layoff, so I'm not worried about how they're going to be conditioned or anything like that. They'll be fine. Uh, Big Russ is also looking for uh, some clarity. You said it's a best of five and then a round robin. He's a little confused. So can you go back and just sort of explain the format? They're doing the best of five games this weekend, but the, the, the top four seeds or the top four standings teams in each conference are going to play each other in a round robin format to determine seeding for the rest of the playoffs. That sounds the first. The first uh, five, best of five series is amongst all those loser ass teams, and so they're going to figure out I, who's actually going to continue on. I that. guess the real question is, Scott, when when is the first game for the Blue Jackets and the Red Wings? Like that's what the that's what the people really want to know from our main audience here in the Midwest. Well, the Red Wings are trash, so they're not even. They're one of the seven teams that didn't make it. <laughs> so when do the Blue Jackets play? They're playing sometime, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you threw me you a curveball. Uh, so you should start with the first answer. They're also trash. Damn it! Well, I had a fifty-fifty shot. Scott, what do you make? Uh, what do you make of the? Actually, it's more than that because it's. I think like eighty percent of the teams made the made the bubble and fucked up and missed them. Damn it, Scott! What do you make of the uh, the decorations that the NHL put up in the uh, in the players' hotel rooms uh, as they got into the bubble? They put up decorations in the hotel <laughs> yeah, this, rooms. This is what breaking the hell news is that? here. The Hold NHL, on. the NHL, the NHL decorated the players' rooms for them as they got into the bubble. There were pictures of their families in frames, like on the nightstands. Uh, oh, there were a bunch so of cute. a bunch of players were tweeting out pictures like, "Oh my god, this is amazing! I can't believe that you know my my family's like right here." Uh, giving props to the NHL, uh, something like that. How does that kind of 
help out with uh, you know being stuck in a bubble for all this time, right? They, they're not in a bubble. They're in two different cities. Like, I mean, that's within not really a, a bubble. bubble. No, they're, but the, the, they're in the a bubble. Cities are self-contained in that city. Well, I mean, it's in Canada, and Canada's all like, you can't fucking do shit up here because we know how to handle COVID. <laughs> so everybody's gonna be locked down. They're, I mean, Canada's so uh, brutal about this; they wouldn't even let their own fucking their only baseball team play. They're like, no, you gotta get the fuck out. Yeah, because you'd want to claim the Blue Jays. Well, I'm just saying like, it's the only it's look, the only Canadian I'm, baseball team, and they didn't even want them up there. I'm saying this is all the genetic family members of mine are on this call, and the one I actually like is downstairs, not paying any attention to it. They were what the like, fuck wait. am I going to do with photos? Give me an Xbox. They were like, wait, you're going to have people traveling in and out of Toronto? Nah, get out. <laughs> you're going to stay in Toronto forever? Come on in. Uh, l- let me show you right. Here's a picture of your right, kids. Yeah. Uh, let's Rod talk. Manfred's running this shit? Nah, <laughs> we're done. Well, it's because they know we're respectful. They're, they're hockey players, so when they sneeze, they put it in their shoulder, <laughs> you know? Those baseball players, you just spray their shit everywhere. Apparently, Scott, right? you are uh, you are the king of team petty. I want to talk a little bit uh, while we're doing that hockey about the Ryan Reeves Evander Kane beef uh, and the feud that started last year. Uh, it it carried over this year. Uh, so, what do you make of Ryan Reeves trolling Evander Kane uh, this this past week? Racism. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, he wasn't black enough. Like, <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea what he did. But if he was messing with my boy Vander Kang, who plays with the Sharks, I, I am pissed. It was racism. Do you remember the name Ryan Reeves? No, oh, I was going to say. Do you know who that is? Do you remember oh, Ryan shit. Reeves? Is he black? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to go with light skin versus dark skin. That's why I said it was a black man. <laughs> I mean, I'm doing oh, the hockey the best my I favorite can part is, Mike, you gotta, you got to get that drop and get it clean. Oh, shit, is he black too? <laughs> uh, that's going to be amazing. Uh, what, what happened was... Uh, <laughs> what happened was... This goes back to last year. He was black too. Uh, Reeves, Reeves and Kane got into a fight last year uh, when they <laughs> Which met. Which was in epic, the by the way. Yeah. I Hold mean, on a like, second. Why are the brothers fighting? There's only like 15 of them in the league, and they're like, bro. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find you and fight <laughs> Because you. nobody like, wants to shit? fight Ryan Reeves. That dude drops haymakers <laughs> and bombs. Like, he will end your friggin' life, well, bro. Well, of course you he does, because apparently that. he's black. You say that, but well, last well, year... he is black, but that ain't got nothing to do with it. Last year, after the fight, Evander Kane said of Ryan... He called Ryan Reeves Muffin Man, uh, basically saying he's not that tough. He's a, he's a little bit of a bitch. Uh, so yeah, Reeves, after Evander Kane got his ass knocked out. Cool. Well, but he, way, way he's basically up. saying, look, he's a Muffin Man. It's not a big deal. So Reeves, this week, when he went to a press conference, wore a, a mask that had muffins on it, which was nice. a fantastic uh, Captain Team Petty move. Uh, and it's exacerbated by the fact that Kane isn't even in the bubble because the Sharks aren't included in the restart. So it's just like the last word oh, type damn, dig man. from like Ryan that. Reeves. Uh, so uh, based on this information, now Ryan that you... Ryan Reeves should break the bubble to teabag Evander Kane. <laughs> well, now that you know this this backstory, are you Team Reeves or Team Kane? And I I'm wish team, I, I wish I'm, I would have asked this before you realized that Ryan Reeves is also black, because I know you still would have said Evander Kane. 
Yeah, I would have because he, he plays for my my San Jose Sharks. I mean, I gotta I gotta go with my boy, but I'm gonna go I'm gonna have to go with Reeves in this one because I mean that's expert level trolling. You're trolling a dude who's not even there. He ain't like, even I there. I love that. I love that. Sorry, Evander, but I gotta switch it up, man. You gotta step your game up. You get get your ass knocked out and you're not there, Bruh. Scott, uh, thank you for doing that hockey for us. Uh, any predictions? Wait, 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 but before we come off, Scott, doing that hockey. Okay. Uh-oh. I just want to ask, can you name me two more teams that didn't make it in the bubble? Two more teams that didn't make it? That did not make it. Shit. Mm, there's seven, and we know Columbus and Detroit didn't. So. Yeah, so I fucked up and lied to you. Apparently the Blue Jackets are in the bubble. Oh, yeah, so suck a dick. Um, that's why I'm a lump your ass in NBA Jam sometimes. See, here's so. the problem, though. Here's the problem. I just kind of already penciled Columbus in to lose because, well, that's what the Ohio teams do, right? Yeah, yeah. they are. I mean, it, it made sense. Like, I didn't question it because it's like, oh, Ohio teams suck. So Scott also bad. saying, oh, shit, is he black too? Uh, may need to be his fantasy football name this year. Uh, so <laughs> there you go. I mean, that's a pretty solid fantasy name. Um, I, I Let's see, just throwing it out there, the a team, another two teams. I'm going to say Phoenix and Seattle are both not in the bubble. That's a good call on Seattle. We didn't talk about Seattle. That's a great Wait, point. They're uh, not in the bubble. That's a correct answer. Uh, what do you think of uh, the uh, the Seattle expansion team? They they revealed the name. Are you on board with the Kraken? I love the Kraken. They just need to get some black players up there, Kraken. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Scott, before we get out of doing that hockey, who's your pick for the Stanley Cup? Who you got? Um, I'm going to go, let's see, Washington and Chicago. As they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. Good work, Scott. Thank you for doing that hockey for us. Appreciate your uh, your breath of knowledge uh, that I, you have there. It's, it's I'll amazing. I'll be here every week to wrap up the week's. Yeah, I think we need to do that. And now that hockey's back, I think we need to do that. You can give us just a breakdown of what had happened so far in the week and a look ahead to the following week. And we'll call it See What Had Happened Was. See What Had Happened Was doing that hockey. Uh, I also want to give a shout-out to my sister, Neil, and five of the teams out in the bubble. (laughs) She Googled it. (laughs) Hold on a second. Damn, California's, like, misrepresenting San Jose, L.A., and Anaheim. Wow, imagine that. California can't play a game played on top of ice. But hold on a second. Didn't the Kings just win the title, like, four years or five years ago? Bitch, where you been? Are you kidding me? No. Didn't the Kings win the title, like, not that long ago? When was the last time the Kings won the title? Hey, Siri, when was the last time the Kings won the title? Was it, like, 2014 or something like that? How are you going to go, hey, Siri, when Tim's listening? You got to at least go, hey, Google. Uh, well, I don't have Google. Uh, oh, Siri just said um, she doesn't know. She said, unfortunately, it looks like the Kings Stars game was canceled. I don't think that's oh, what well, we're looking for. Oh, well, that's helpful, actually. <laughs> uh, so, Scott, would you call 2014 that not that long ago? Uh, yeah, I mean, when you're talking, if you're Bro, sitting there saying like, California, I was going to say, if you're sitting there saying that's California te- hockey teams haven't won, I mean, that's really not that long ago. Considering there wasn't a champion this year, that's only Four not years. yet. Not yet this okay, year. Okay, but there hasn't been one this year. I so mean, that damn. means there's only been four others since then. Dude, Suck that's it. so long ago the Reds were making playoffs then. No, they weren't. All right, In let's. 2014. <laughs> no, they weren't. Thanks, man. Thanks, thanks for watch baseball. Thanks for doing that, man. Appreciate that. Let's talk some conspiracy so theories. Let's talk some conspiracy theories before you get me upset. The Reds are winning. Like, I feel good. Also, you know, 
Fire and Ice. Uh, all right, we're going to do some conspiracy theories because this is one of my favorite things to do on this show. Uh, this is where we break down a conspiracy theory that has come out during the week. And also, we got a couple of them to get through. Uh, Scott, I'm going to let you go over the first one because this was a conspiracy theory you found uh, from our buddy Michael Porter Jr. You're already laughing. Uh, it oh. is a fantastic conspiracy theory. <laughs> this is fantastic because the NBA just continues. The NBA is fantastic. They give so much news. The Earth Even is in the flat. Bubble. They give it right, even in a bubble. So Michael Porter Jr. this week decided that he was going to uh, say that COVID is propaganda. It's propaganda that was used to control the masses. <laughs> this whole time, it's COVID and and everything has just been a hoax. And he also is boasting about the fact that he's never been vaccinated for anything, and you know hasn't gotten COVID, so it must not be real. But he also says that COVID is really serious and we should take care and make sure that we don't get it. So on the one hand, it's not real. But on the other hand, it's <laughs> real serious. I mean, I don't know where that falls on the, the, the conspiracy theory scale. But I feel like it's one of the best conspiracy theories ever. Something doesn't exist. But, but it's, it's also, serious. It's very serious. Did, was yeah. was this like was this on Twitter? Was this an interview? Like how uh, this well, come about? It, it, well, he um, he made a video, and I think I, I know he put it on his Instagram, and it might have been tweeted. But I also got a text that the NBA reached out to him and basically told him, "Hey, oh shut no, no, the no, fuck no. Up. oh no, they grabbed him. No, so the, yeah, the Nuggets grabbed him. Was like, yo, so like about that. Yeah, the part like, about COVID being serious is like, oh yeah, and so that's when his PR people got onto his Twitter and like, yeah, but not only that, if you're gonna say something isn't real, but then be in a bubble, like if you weren't worried about it, if you were, if Michael Porter would be like, so why are you in the bubble if you don't think it's real, like?" I like that he went with. I like they went with. I've never been vaccinated, and I never got COVID. And it's right, like, and I'm bro. Fine. Nobody's gotten vaccinated for COVID like that. It doesn't exist yet. Like they're still trying to. Although there is a movie in the works already. Like we're gonna get a movie about the COVID vaccine before we get a COVID vaccine, which I think is just perfect summary of america in general uh but yeah him coming out and being like well look it didn't happen to me like i didn't get a vaccine i haven't gotten it so that's good i cannot wait the question is 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 this better than the flat earth crap that you know Kyrie was putting out there like is the non-existence of motherfucker like (laughs) here's the knows the earth ain't flat here's the be honest about that here's the problem with this one uh like if he if he spreads this out, the the flat Earth one doesn't hurt anybody. Nobody's gonna walk to the edge of the Earth and fall off and be like, "I wish somebody would have told me," because it can't happen. But like, if you spread this shit around and somebody dies from COVID, that's a problem. Like, that's a that's a big time problem. Well, also, I need him to elaborate on like controlling the masses. Like, who was the one that decided? Like, if it was just something that like. Bill Gates put out there like yeah how are they exactly trying to control us by you know torpedoing the economy killing us off bro they're trying to kill us off they're trying to bring this they're trying to bring this population (laughs) control they're trying to bring us the numbers down the numbers are too big that makes that makes a lot of sense by locking all these people inside with their fucking kids they're gonna be like we should maybe not Mm -hmm. i already i'm i scheduled a vasectomy because of it yeah i said i (laughs) What are you talking? Dude, you told Alex you got that shit two years ago. To be fair, that shit should have been scheduled well before Scott's, COVID. I love, I love when I make Scott go out of frame with laugh. That's my favorite. <laughs> That's like my goal. Every episode is I just want Scott to fall well, out of frame laughing. It's 
it's funny that you mention it because I, I, this is gonna be this is gonna sound really weird. But I was cutting the grass earlier, and it popped into my head. I was like, "Is Mike done having kids, or is he actually considering having another one?" I hope to God no. he's not. Like these are the things that you're doing while you're cutting grass. Like my mind's just wandering, <laughs> and it popped in there. So as soon as you said, <laughs> you know, COVID made it out of vasectomy, I laughed because I thought back to wow, on that turn that I was making at the fence, it all comes back. It all came back around. <laughs> Yo, did you make it a clean turn though, or are you too distracted? Oh no 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 no! I made a clean turn. Your shoe was tight, nice. Yeah, I was gonna say I- I'm trying to sell this house. Those lines are crisp. Oh, that's there. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so if you're looking for a nice spot here in you know, the suburbs of Cincinnati, get at Scott yeah. at, at Scotty Junior. 23 on Twitter. Yeah, yeah that's, that's close. Yeah, that's close. That, no, I feel like that was fairly close. Also, I feel like it, it was close, but I don't exist on Twitter. Yeah. Right? Don't do that. Uh, Matt Barr, uh, thank you. you. Like, Matt what Barr, better way to drive up the price, Scott? Can I just point out, Matt Barr loves the conspiracy theory music, and I just want to say thank you, Matt Barr, because I poured... The conspiracy theory music is fantastic. I poured over music to try to find for this segment, and this was what I came up with, and I was like, this is pretty... I think this might be my best track that I found. And like, this is this is solid. Uh, Tyson and is also going to tell my priest about the I also love how you say you poured over music but like Mike we all know you were in your base making this soundscape I mean, like we, you were down there doing the Gabe from the office. Like I don't have to. I don't have to be in my basement. I do it from my phone. I got. I had an app on my phone that I did a lot of the the tracks that you hear on the show. It's all right from my Beat Studio. Next conspiracy theory, and that's why your poops take fifteen minutes. Got it. <laughs> That's on the low end. Uh, so the Patriots uh, have a bunch of players that have opted out for uh, uh, next season. Uh, uh, I think they're up to six at this point, including Dante uh, Dante High, uh, Hightower. I can't. Dante <sighs> Hightower. Speaking of Alabama, Patrick Chung. Reset. And that thank one you. offensive lineman guy. Uh, reset. Thank there you. was a running back that we've thank never heard of that opted out too for them. Who cares? There, there was like five players total, wasn't there? Six. Don't I think worry, they're though, up to six. Rex Burkhead's still playing. That's all that really matters. Uh, well, they got to keep the white skill players in there. They're, they're not about to get rid of that. <laughs> uh, but there is the conspiracy theory going around Twitter uh, among NFL fans that this is all Bill Belichick's way to tank for Trevor. Uh, he was basically saying, so here's, here's how the theory goes. The Patriots were going to tank for Trevor, but it, the, it picked up too much steam. There was way too much noise around it, so they signed Cam Newton. That calmed it down. People were like, well, clearly they're not tanking if they're going to sign Cam Newton. Then, once things quieted down, Bill Belichick goes behind the scenes and forces these guys to opt out so that it looks like they're taking care of their family, but in reality, it's just so that they can tank and get Trevor. Uh, on a scale of uh, one to flat earth, where does this conspiracy theory rank? Uh, here, Let me give you this bit of information as well. Adam Schefter tweeted out, Actual text exchange with an NFL executive today after a sixth Patriot opted out. Him, you know Bill is masterminding all of this somehow. Me, for what reason? Him, I don't know. That's why he is who he is. So even NFL execs are questioning the number of Patriots that are opting out. Uh, uh, so see, you're, you're off base here. This is this is lemon chill on the scale of whatever the hell to whatever the hell. It ain't about him, you know, whatevering for that prissy ass California boy because he's a piece of shit we all know that because he plays for William Sweeney (laughs) Bill doesn't mess around with fools like that who aren't quality players and are just going to come in the league and just waste his time this is Bill tanking 
giving Cam a year to figure it out, and then they are going to crush the rest of the league and win two out of three Super Bowls after this. It's going to be They're hard to crush their feet the league underneath themselves. Well, they don't. But they're but tanking Scott, this that's, season. That's, Scott, that's the other thing. They don't even need to play. Bill just needs time with Cam. They just need time to bond. They need to forge that brotherly love that Bill and Tom had. Based and on that, honest guys, Bill is hurting. Based okay? on that one-year contract Cam signed. Yeah, and by the way, I mean, it's about the, the conspiracy theory is going to be about the titles. The conspiracy theory is about to double down when the season doesn't happen and they auto-generate a draft oh. order next year and the Patriots end up with the number one overall what? pick. That's that's when this shit's about to go real what? next level. Dude. You just blew my mind on that one, Scott. That is unreal. I've been waiting to drop that one all day. Oh, that is amazing. Yeah, that's it. That's exactly what's going to happen. That's 100% what's going to happen. All right, last conspiracy theory. Yeah, because they're going to trade that number one overall pick down for three other (laughs) first-round picks and just keep restocking. And then Bill's dog makes the the play of the draft. Yes, agreed. Oh, my God, yeah. Uh, All right. It's a beautiful husky. Very last conspiracy theory. We'll do this one real quick. So Joe Kelly uh, of the Dodgers last night. Hero. He started a kerfuffle. He threw. Thank you for your service, Joe <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> Thank you for your service, <laughs> Tiffy's. <laughs> Tiffy's Joe Kelly. Uh, Kelly threw at the Astros. Uh, it, it was a big thing. Then he struck out Correa. Was it? I think he struck out Correa, and then like made a pouty face. He said something. About, he called him a bitch, and then he said you. you only can hit if you cheat or something like that. I don't know. Whatever. It, it cleared the benches. There was a social distancing fight in baseball. Here's where this is a conspiracy theory I came up with, and I want to start it, and I want it to gain legs because I feel like there's something to this, although it's kind of shot down now because he got an eight-game suspension before the show started. Uh, my theory was that Joe Kelly actually planted the seeds for this back in April. Uh, in April, if you remember, Joe Kelly went viral because he was throwing in his backyard and threw a fastball. Oh, that and, was him? Yes, it broke his window. To like be he fair, smashed his window. April and now a lot of people have gone viral. <laughs> but this was in. <laughs> About four million of them, brother. <laughs> Walk off. End the show right there. Click. What button do I press? We I'm got, done. I mean, we're done with conspiracy theories. This has been conspiracy theories. I ain't even going to go more into that one. This is uh, this was conspiracy theories. Thank you, Scott, for ruining it. Dick. <laughs> hey, how you holding up over there, Sherm? I mean, that, that fire and ice. My face is red as fuck, bro. <laughs> but, you look, but you look so pretty. Uh, let's, uh, by the way, go to our, go to our, uh, shop page, go buy some stuff from us, uh, craftrootsports.com slash shop, rep the show, get a t-shirt, get a tank top, whatever. It's all good. Go hit us up, uh, and spread the word about the show. All right. Um, let's, uh, let's talk, let's talk about what else is on real quick here. And then we'll do, we'll do what else is on. We'll do real quick motherfucker of the week. And then we'll wrap this show up. Cause we are running a little long tonight, but it's all fine. Hey, uh, Matt Bar we ain't doing a white motherfucker this week. I'm for it. Matt Bar said, no, I can't do hypno tonight. Uh, Matt Bar saying all three dudes are hammered. And this is great. I don't think you guys are as hammered as I am at this I, point, but I, I feel pretty not good. Hammered. No, just, there's no I'm way we really are though. Giggly. I did happen to accidentally drink an eight and a half percent in the shower before the show. <laughs> How do you accidentally drink an eight? Well, 
Because I, I grabbed it out of the fridge and like this the was supposed other, to be a six percent. Three, the three other times I drank it, I was like, man, this thing's a light hitter, but it was also like four hours in. Who would have guessed that this barrel aged is eight and a half percent? Some No, I like how you question the can. You're like. I think this son of a bitch is lying. This time, oh, it no, no, won't no. be 8%. No, it, no, I didn't question the can until I cracked it open and started drinking. I was like, damn, this shit hits. Did you, my know, first beer of the did you guys know a triple IPA is 8.4? Wow. Oh, it wasn't even Who like that. Who it? Was a T, it was a T-Vice. Like, that shit ain't supposed to be that heavy. <laughs> and it tricked me. All right, uh, Scott. You had a show you wanted to talk about on uh, on what else you watching? What else is on? Uh, what what were you watching this week? Yeah, because I didn't get a chance to get around to Last Chance. You it dropped two days ago, but yesterday dropped yesterday. It's okay, I just got whatever. the email like eighteen hours ago. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean I don't have much time, but I was watching the uh, the Mafia documentary. Fear City, yes, yes, oh. wait, the, the Netflix one, yes, yes. Is that, so that's solid. It's yeah, good. It's really good. And I was upset that there was only three episodes. I was disappointed by that, too. Uh, all right. Yeah, word, it was word. New. it's New York versus the Mafia, and it is so good. It's just basically like I don't like cops, but it's cops. Why don't talking you like about cops, Scott? Mm, not going to go there. I plead the fifth. But, <laughs> yes, I plead the fifth. fifth. But, One, two, three, four, man, four. like – I, I, it's like you know the mafia runs like a bunch of shit, but I didn't realize how deep they had their, you know, their grip on the like just the entire city. Dude, not only their grip, I I was impressed with with the dude that they had talked to that was like special ops that talked about he was the one that went in and planted the the bugs and what he had to do to do that. I can't imagine being in a mobster's house knowing this dude orders hits and being like. This guy's right over my shoulder, and I have to plant this bug in his house. Well, and then how about the 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 time when the dude found the bug? They found the bug yeah. at the restaurant, and, yeah, this, it, and they had to go back in there and do it again. This wire looks strange. Clip. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's man, so dude. good. Yeah, so, no, it's it's so good though. So is it is it three episodes for the season, or are they like slow rolling it out? Well, well it's a it's one of those limited series things. So it's like. They, I think they're gonna check the reaction and see like how the, well it's this so, one does, it's and they so might good. do something else. But so like I well, I guess what I'm asking is, I can like dive in now, go in now, yeah, because oh, yeah, we don't yeah, know yeah, when we don't know like the Jordan doc. No, 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 no. this was just three episodes. It might not turn into anything else, but it's totally worth. it. Also, it was very strange Word. to see interviews with Rudy Giuliani knowing. How he turned How much out, of a yeah, like, where he's at yeah. now, like going back yeah. in time and being like, dude, no, no, this no, no, dude no. took See, on the, the mob. I've hated Ruli Giuliani since he was the mayor. <laughs> what was and, that name? And and, and so like it, it's only gotten worse since he was like has left the mayor's office. Like he's become a bigger cocksucker since he left that seat. So as soon as he popped up there, I'm like, oh, this motherfucker. But I knew that. I knew he was coming because I knew he was, that's what, that's how he became the mayor was like his, well, and I, I took I, down I the mob. Giuliani's background. And this is, but then and they had Trump the in there too, looking yeah. all young and skinny oh, and shit. I was like, oh my God. Oh, oh you mean like the, uh, the, the fucking, the Epstein doc, right? Oh yeah. yeah Remember the yeah, Epstein doc too? Yeah. Same fucking yeah. thing, right? Like, right. And you want to say, and you want to say America's not rigged. Dude, right. you want to say there ain't no well, and, you know, and behind the scenes master bullshit going on during here. all those interviews and how they're sitting there. Like it was almost like they were trying to say 
Trump had mafia ties. Dude, yes, like, that's what I was... Without actually saying Trump had mafia ties, they were admitting... They were like... Because it was like everybody who was involved in these construction projects, if you, and then yes. they showed Trump and showed Trump Tower, and I'm like, so what they're saying is he had to have they known were, yeah. he had to have collaborated with these well, mobsters in order for this to happen. Like, let's, be, let's be honest here, Scott. Netflix was very concerned because they didn't want Trump to come down and cancel the re-airing of Moesha. <laughs> Because that's what I mean. I'm to be to, fair, nobody wants to cancel the re-airing. Of I was gonna say, like, it's that's sister, what I'm about to be watching, though. That's where Ray J made sister, his sister. Debut. Like, dude, Ray I can't wait for that. I can't wait for that. All right, Tia or Tamara? Uh, who who you got? I'm going with Tamara. Mm, I was always a Tia fan. Mm. I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a be honest here, and, and it's because I've had concussions. Who was who? <laughs> Like oh I remember my. the personalities, this, this is but worse I don't remember than, the names. This, this is worse than my not knowing that <laughs> Ryan, what Ryan Reeves was a black hockey player. Moving on. No, 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 no. They're identical twins, man. <laughs> okay, so you know that much. Well, no, I, I know. I watched the show a lot, but again, I was like eight years old. Like, Tia was the one that was with the rich dad. Tamara was the one that moved in. Tamara. Okay. Yep, Done. see, I know. So, see, see, that's all I'm saying. Like, like, I just need to know the character. I wasn't, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> names, I don't pay attention to names. I got faces for days, but not names. Well, it's the same face. Uh, let's, last chance you also. Fuck you, Mike. That just, that's rude. <laughs> rude. Last chance you dropped this week. Uh, it is taking place in Laney in Oakland. I'm like five episodes in. It's solid. I feel like this is a show. I get why this is the last season and they are moving on because there is only so many storylines of like, I grew up, I was really poor. I suffered all through this stuff and this is my only way out. So I'm doing this to try How to get the to the next level. Possible. There's only so many storylines. I watch, it, watch that, that shit all day. I mean, it's basically five seasons of that in last chance. You that's the same. It's the same show over and over again. And you just have to like a character in order to hook in. And I, I do but think it doesn't matter because the, the subsequent seasons without Brittany Wagner, it's all been down. Bam. I was going to say, I just uh, want to see Ms. Wagner. It's like, if they were like, hey, we're just going to do a spinoff where it's just hanging out Did she out with finally get those adult braces off? <laughs> I, I don't think cares. she had them. Did she have them? I, I was going to say, I don't, I don't remember those. Braces. But even if she did, she was awesome regardless. All right, let's do this. Let's do some Last Chance U power rankings. Let's go through uh, people featured in Last Chance U all five seasons. Uh, we'll, go, we'll go around the horn uh, and uh, five to one. And we will do our top five people featured in Last Chance You. Since you guys haven't finished the the show, I'm like most of the way through, but I've got a good idea of this last season. You're not really missing much in terms of characters this last season, so it's fine if you don't have any. No, Brittany Wagner. So uh, give a shit. So let's go. Let's go through uh, number five, uh, Scott. Who is your uh, say hi to Cheryl for me? So who is your number five feature on Last Chance You? Mike said to say hi to you, so I'm saying hi. <laughs> Yeah, um, for my number five on Last Chance U is going to be that fat hillbilly who wore the overalls with no shirt underneath <laughs> from season this last season. That is my number five. That guy was my favorite. He was super Trump. He didn't know why. He was fat as hell. Like he was the ex- the epitome of why we have Trump in office right now. And that guy right there, that, that Kansas good, good choice from independence. Drew, who's your number five from, uh, from last chance you, um, 
I I I wasn't aware there'd be a quiz. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, Ollie from uh, was it East Mississippi or Ron, East Mississippi? Oh, Ronnie Ollie. Yeah, yeah. Ronnie Ollie. I, that kid cracked. Very me disappointing that up, he's man. that low on your list. But yeah, okay. I was just gonna say, I'm like, how are you gonna have him at five? Ollie's man? a Ollie's a big fan favorite. Uh, uh, I was struggling to come up with five because like I crushed Last Chance You the first three seasons in like a week. Dude, so it kind of all like blends together. Here's why Ollie can't be that low he was on hard knocks with the fucking yes writers. yes and got cut he, he was he was yeah, the only wait, guy are you for real yes he yes, was the only guy that. he was the only guy that was believe. last chance you and Damn hard knocks it. and he got cut on hard knocks it was very and he got cut on hard knocks i just remember was it so yeah because like, ali was the kid that had to do the roles right he had yes, a role yep, yep, the that, that's field. that is just that's ali to me this day man uh, I'm gonna go. No, my number five is John Franklin the third. Uh, the oh. dude felt like he was a little too good for uh for scuba. He felt like he didn't belong there, and he showed that maybe he didn't because he did make the league. Uh, I thought he was, you know, and not only that, cup of coffee. John Franklin the third. He is now going to be catching passes from Tampa Tam. Uh, this this season, and yes, I said that Ooh. on purpose. Tampa Tam. Uh, Tampa oh. Tom. Okay. Anyways, moving on. Number four, Scott. Who's your number four? Matt Barr, we are not drunk. You well, get the hell out of here with that. It's funny that he brought up Ollie so early in the game because I was sitting there thinking my number four would be Deverne Williams, the defensive mm, line coach that made Deverne, Ollie yes. roll the entire field. Yes. I loved me some Deverne Good Williams. coach. Good coach. He played in the league, but he was, like, seriously, I think through all of the seasons, he was my favorite coach because he was the only one who was, like, actually trying to help the kids for the legitimacy of helping the kids. Like he didn't have an ulterior motive. Like everybody else seemed like they were doing something else, but I love Deverne Williams. So he's my number four on power. That's a, that's a good choice. Uh, Drew, do you, do you have a number four or do you want to pass? No, so I, well, no, I got, I got players that just, let's, Let's just not pay attention to ranking. Like this. Okay. Is not a, All right. Fine. Is, That's good. You're are, just na- you're dudes. just naming yeah. five people. They're just dudes. I'm naming. Um, Bobby Brown, man, that linebacker. Like, uh, man, kid broke my heart. He was so tragic because dude was a football player, but just like could not piece it together off the field. You talking about Bobby Bruce? Yeah, yes, it was Bobby. Guy. Okay, Bruce. all right. Okay. I was gonna say Bobby Brown was uh, a, a, a singer with Whitney Houston. Uh, but like at the same time, was that analysis that far off? No, your no. analysis was spot on. That's, that's exactly that far off. Like, uh, they're like yeah, spiral. No, the but same, Bobby Bruce but... though, like I love Bobby Bruce because he got uh, he got in trouble early in the season. He figured it out. He 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 played out. He balled out. And like everything was looking up for him at the end of the season, and then he decided he's going to go into uh, a, a and room then they with do a that thing where they're like, and after this season, this happened. It's like Bobby Brown got caught for armed robbery. Bobby Bruce, like, stop calling him Bobby Brown. He's shit, not Bobby Brown. Uh, Bobby Brown deserves to get caught for armed robbery too for what he did. Matt Barr, but, sorry for the spoiler alert. He said he just started season four last night. Bobby Bruce gets the boot episode two. What the fuck? Uh, yeah, exactly. Oh, no, hey, 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 Matt, it's fine. Just keep watching. So here we go. I'm gonna around. since Drew has taken two of mine already. I'm going to give you my next three oh, in my list. Mine, uh, I'm going to give you my next three. I got Buddy Stevens at number four. He dropped in my rankings because in season two, he was like, oh, my family didn't like how I appeared in season one, so I'm going to clean up my act. No, fuck Pussy you. You're bitch. a douchebag. Be a douchebag. Own it. Do your thing. Uh, so he dropped in my rankings, but 
Buddy Stevens, the fact that he was my intro to Last Chance U, uh, he was the coach that got me hooked on the show. He stays in my top five. Uh, number three was Bobby Bruce for me, and then number two was Ollie uh, because he's a, a fan favorite. So that's how I had my two through five. Uh, Scott, get us up to your number uh, right before your number one. Well, I'm going with Dakota Allen for my number three because he was like the most legit players of all of them. He's the one that uh, got uh, John cut Franklin from Texas. the third would like to have a word with you. No, 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 no. But it, it, Dakota Allen was the one who it's like he got cut from Texas Tech and then ended up yeah. going back to Texas Tech. And he like seriously, he was the one who played like lights out. And you could tell like he was a fish out of water because it's like he was the only one who seemed to know that he made the mistake and was trying to atone for it. Yeah. Plus, he really had skill. He's the yeah. only one from the show that actually got picked in the NFL draft, albeit in the seventh round only, by the Rams. Whatever. Only had skill. Malik Henry would like to have a word with no, you. Oh, <laughs> Malik Henry. We've talked about him. Fuck he that is kid. the biggest that bitch. That kid's a pussy ass <laughs> But okay, yeah. so I'm going to go Dakota Allen, and then I will go Buddy Stevens for my, my for your number well, two. No, I guess number two would be Ollie. No, okay. It's got to right, be Ollie. Ollie. Ollie's number two. All right, Drew, get us a don't tell him your number one yet. Get us up to your number two. No, I got you. Yeah, so you, you took mine. One of mine was going to be Franklin the Turtle, obviously. His uh, kid was just funny to watch him operate. But one that y'all hadn't picked on yet, Isaiah Wright. Like, mm. like that kid, that kid could run it, the ball. It, except for he, he got caught dynamic. up in that murder truth. Little, little problem. I, I mean, shit happens. Little right? problem. Like, little problem with with murder. You know, but outside like, of that, solid, uh, solid. Look, those dollar dollar bills didn't have blood on them. They could have come from anywhere. But I yeah, mean, again, shit. like Matt you know, Bar just said Malik Henry is. <laughs> <laughs> Malik Henry Malik is a straight Henry, motherfucking clown. Malik Henry you know what I mean? Like that's, it a, that's a kid that, that doesn't have balls to stand up to his dad in middle school and say, "Dad, I want to do theater." Oh, there's not even you know a gay I mean? dude that would fuck around with Malik Henry. He was that big of a bitch. <laughs> no, yeah, right. Like, fuck, <laughs> I hate Malik Henry. That guy sucks. He should he should have been playing baseball by a sophomore year of high school. <laughs> Malik Henry, go to Florida uh, State. Pussy all right, ass. Drew. Who else? Who's your number two? I think that's how you're oh, missing number two. No, uh, John Franklin was in there. I just, oh, okay. Like, all right. Yeah, okay. So, so yeah. I think based on this, I think it's pretty clear that we all have the same number one when it comes to uh, to Last Chance U. It's pretty apparent there's one person that we haven't mentioned uh, that is likely number one. So uh, let's, just, fuck this up. let's just do it all at the same time, right? Let's just do it together, right? On the count of three, uh, we're all going to just name our number one, uh, and it's going to be a very perfect way to end the show. One, two, three. The Lion Ray Man. Wagner. Oh, uh, what? <laughs> what? The Lion Man, the guy that growled from East Mississippi. Are you kidding me? Oh, he had a name? Yes, he was the Lion Man. He would just, oh. like, stand in the I stands. Know, no, I know exactly what you're talking about. I didn't think it actually had a name. Rawr. Yes, the Lion Man. Yes. Rawr. That guy. Do you think he's related to the Carolina Panthers guy? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Play the outro music. <laughs> no, but can we? Can we we ain't even there yet. We still got Brittany Wagner. What's she doing? She had like she moved on to Detroit oh, or something. She's she started a speaker. Girls living large now, dude. She should have parlayed that because like there was never gonna. Oh, be Oh no, she. Are you kidding me? She should have. Yeah. No, she parlayed the fuck out of that. She, she got owns a book deal. She owns her own company. Deal. Yeah, she she was doing something. I remember I'm the last. Sure she got an Oprah and Ellen. The like, last. What else do you oh need? wow. The, the last update I saw about her, she had started her own company. About, I really like, hope she got a butt deal though, because like she could have gotten <laughs> a little something packed up in there. She wow. looked. She was looking flat. Wow. 
Yeah, oh, thank you, you so, Mike. Thank you. There's no excuse for that in the South. They're eating that cornbread all the time and gravy. Wow. Get wow. He's still talking. This is Last Call brought to you by <laughs> Tavor. Uh, stock up your beer fridge. Uh, spend $400 in a month like I just did. At Tavor, use the code 258023. Get $10 off your second order. Uh, stock up today. Contactless delivery. They'll bring it right to your door. Nothing to worry about. Hit them up. Uh, use the code. Maybe if you drew. Yes, sir. Use the code 258023 for $10 off your second order. Sell out. This the best week, part is they, they are supposed to get a signature because it's alcohol. And they don't because it's dude COVID. Dude asking. Dude doesn't <laughs> even give a shit anymore. He's like, hey, how are you doing? I'm like, hey, what's up, man? You doing well? Yeah, I'm living large. <laughs> Uh, this week we were drinking nectar cream snowball juice uh, from Urban oh South God. Brewery in New Orleans, Louisiana. Uh, we're all feeling really good tonight. It's a it's a damn good show. Uh, we were doing this one on the ice cream truck scale from Lemon Chill to Choco Taco. Scott, you said it wasn't going to fall out of number one. Did it fall out of that number one place? This beer was if somebody gave you the keys to the ice cream truck and just said, whatever you want. Delicious. Absolutely the best. It didn't fall off. Not a single bit. I mean, and that was almost an hour ago when I actually finished my beer. I've had two Bud Light oranges since then just to keep the theme up. Oh. And, and Sharon wants to call me out for drinking truly. God damn it, woman. What are you doing? I drew on a scale from... Lemon chill all the way up to Choco Taco. Where's this one rank? This one ranks as a Choco Taco between a chocolate chip cookie ice cream sandwich dunked in a deep fryer with batter around it. This shit is amazing. Buy all of them. You can ever get your hands on. Drive across state lines. Break quarantine. Go do what you got to do to get this snowball juice. Ladies and gentlemen, it will not disappoint. This is if I'm if like if I'm looking at a uh, an ice cream truck. This is Big Perm's ice cream truck from Friday. Like it's not even oh. ice cream. It's just stocked with other deliciousness. Uh, it's that good. I would buy every single one that I find. I'm so but disappointed. What was his real name though? Big Perm. No, no, no. He said, what a Big Perm? I mean, Big Worm. Big Worm. His name was Big Worm, you white motherfucker. See, we still did a white motherfucker, even an inadvertent white motherfucker. Dude, I opted out of that, Mike. What the fuck, man? (sighs) You white bastard. You white as mayonnaise, man. (laughs) And I really like mayonnaise, too. He didn't even know his real name. You went off the name that he called him as a joke. Oh, God, you white bastard. This has been Last Scott, Call. I, I, I had nothing to do with more. that. This, is, this has been brought to you by some more. Uh, <laughs> he said his name is Big Perm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> hey, you got homework for next week, man. You got to watch Friday. The next Friday and Friday after next. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. He can stop at Friday. Like, he no, ain't got to watch No, he can Scott, watch. Okay, no, fine. He can Scott, watch he needs Friday. to do this shit. He owes us that. I do have fine. to. He can, watch, he can watch next Friday because we gotta, you, gotta, you got Day Day in there. Talk I have to, I world, have to atone. Uh, go to Tavor. Uh, use the code 258023. $10 off your order. Oh, you made me leave frame twice, but once was because you're a white bastard. <laughs> 
That's fair. Also, Tyson chiming in, coming in late here, saying he's got a segment Dude. idea for next week. What's the worst thing that everybody's watched during the pandemic yeah, quarantine? And then he admitted to that, man. Uh, oh, he just rewatched the Twilight yeah, Saga. Yeah. Like, bro, wow. there's got to be somewhere you can get or make bourbon. But hold on wow. a second. He said he rewatched it. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> that's, that's the, the catch. problem. That's the part I got an issue with. That's oh, no, the I, catch. I gave him a pass for watched it because he probably had a female in his life. Like, you got to do something to get something, you know? I've never done that. I, is that what Meatloaf was talking about? That, that's that's the thing I won't. I do, do anything for love, but I wouldn't watch the Twilight <laughs> Saga with yeah, you. Uh, Robert Pattinson <laughs> and what's her blank ass white ass <laughs> guys this has been a damn fun show i should get pretty toasty every episode because it makes it way more fun for me uh, you should share the wealth let's all get toasty cool hope you guys enjoyed it uh please be sure to hit us up uh follow us on facebook follow us on twitter at crafty sports same on instagram subscribe to the youtube channel be sure to subscribe rate and review wherever you get your podcast we're everywhere podbean apple podcast uh stitcher Google Play. Uh, we're soon to be on TuneIn Radio. We're going to be on Pandora here soon. Like, your boys are blowing up. We're doing some things. So hit us up. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. Share it out with your friends. Help us out. Get us out in front of your friends because the more people that are involved in this and doing dumb things with us, the better the show becomes. So help us out. Uh, tell a friend. Just be like, yo, check out these idiots because uh, this kid is really white and he doesn't know anything. And this other guy and talks about And they'll do what you tell them. They'll, uh, they'll drink blue ice mountain and just make a day of it. Yeah, well, and this other guy claims to be black but doesn't actually know. Doesn't, doesn't really know what's going on. Uh, so help us out. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you for the shares. We really appreciate it. We will see you guys next week for episode number 200. Unreal. Unreal that this show has lasted 200 episodes. Next week, episode 200. Uh, it's also my last episode as a 35-year-old. So we will hang out. We'll drink. It'll be a fun time. Thank you guys for tuning in. Cheers, everybody. Hey, Scott, did you know that Sammy Sosa's black? Big worm. <laughs> Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.